Three post-its today. You've literally gone to post-its now. Yeah. Uh, it was just the, the... It was what I could find. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Darren. Today we are going to discuss a cute puzzle game called Gomo. Gomo is developed by Fish Cow Studio, published by Daedalic Entertainment. It was released back in 2013. We're, of course, just getting to it now. Right on time. <laughs> All reviews mostly positive with over 1,300 reviews. It is $5 at base, or, as I've said in my sales videos before, it goes pretty cheap during the sales. And it is part of the huge Daedalic Entertainment bundle. That's where I got it. That's where I got it. I think that's that, what that goes for a 90% sale of like $10 for I don't know how many games are in that. It's an amazing deal if you like the games. And I like Gomo if there are more like it, and I think there are at least a few more. I think that I'm going to be very happy that I bought that bundle. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I already am from some of the other stuff I've played. Yep. But there's still so much more to go, which is part of the reason why I wanted to do Gomo. Uh, we're a bit short on time as far as prepping for the episode. This game is only... Uh, for me, it was 2.2 hours. How Long to Beat has about an hour and a half. <gasps> I beat How to Beat for the first time. I did this in, in, in exactly one hour and four minutes. Excellent. <laughs> did you play on easy mode? I don't know. I just played whatever the default is. Easy is the default, I think. Ah, okay. It basically just highlights when you put an object from your inventory over something it can work with. Ah, okay. Okay. I think without that... You just have to click everywhere. Everywhere, right. Which would drive me insane, because this game's clicking is terrible. <laughs> There's not much to say. It's a point-and-click game. It is cute. For me, it's funny. I really enjoyed it. The puzzles are not complicated. I would say that this is a casual gamer puzzle game. And I am okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I got like a real Samorost or kind of um, Chichel feel for this game. That, that style. And that style of humor as well at yeah. times. If you like those games, definitely give Gomo a try. But wait for the sale because... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say that it's not worth the $5. but it's... Uh, I am. <laughs> okay. But it's definitely worth the sale price. Yeah, it's definitely worth it on sale, but it's... It's not as polished as uh, Chuchel or, or Samurai Star. So it's like, it's uh, definitely, it felt like a budget version of, of that for me. But $5 for an hour um, is pretty steep. With that, though, I would say it's time for us to jump into the spoiler section. So if you have not played Gomo, go give it a try. Gomo, play it. And then. Uh, <laughs> is that going to stay in? <laughs> Probably. Probably. I want the world to know what I have to suffer through. <laughs> if you've not played it, go play it. If you don't care about spoilers or if you've already played, well, join us in the spoiler section. The game starts with a black screen and Gomo's eyes shift across the screen. I love this opening. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of those moments when you're playing something and you know you're in for something special just in the way that it starts. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed that. You have to click here. You're already into the clicking tutorial section, yeah. if you want to call it that. The menu will open. They're going to 
show you, like I said, the default, I think, is the easy mode, which I did as well. Mm -hmm. There are a few other options that I really just didn't mess with. I didn't really need to. And then the game begins. We see Gomo dreaming of a dog. Everything turns dark as a shadowy figure appears. Then we have tutorial text appear. Inventory. Here's the arrow showing you where inventory is. Arrow. Here's where the menu is. Click here, and the arrow points to Gomo. So <laughs> he gets out of bed. He looks somewhat similar to Sackboy. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. He has tiny little stubby legs, which <laughs> he <laughs> walks in a very funny way, and yet has super long arms. So when he's climbing or swinging, yeah. he's very graceful with that. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, what he likes for in legs, he makes up in arms. Yeah. And his endless inventory. In his back, <laughs> in the back of his, uh, like, zip, a zip-up back or whatever, wherever he puts the stuff. Which I love. I think that that's part of the design that fits the humor and the tone mm. of the game very, very well for me. Gomo is going to hop out of bed, do some jumping jacks, and then we are looking at what is a profile of a house, sort of a cut-out house. There's the whole downstairs living area, and then the upstairs area where there's a mouse sleeping, and a shadowy figure that will occasionally pop out. Yeah, a big thing of TNT up there as well. <laughs> it's like one of those plungers for dynamite. I love that about this game. I just want to say that now. The fact that there are so many things that happen in a different part of the screen or during a cutscene, you see things that aren't related to what you are doing, but they're very funny and they add something to this world. Yeah. And this is one of those... I was like, okay, how am I going to get up there? What do I need to do with the mouse? What do I need to do with the shadow figure? As far as I know, nothing. Nothing, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite one of those background kind of, those things that are going on in the background is the the the, the guy climbing the mountain just to slide down on the sled and then just climb back up it again, just over and over and over again. I just loved that. It was so simple, but so great. As far as puzzles, most of the puzzles are really simple. I think the only time the puzzles were difficult were because I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. Or I didn't know what I was supposed to be clicking. The, the, honestly, I'm going to say this now, is some of the clicking is really, really bad, because you can't click on something that's on the screen. You have to have moved the arrow so that you're in that area of the screen before you can even click on it. And it's like, but it's all part of the same big screen. You can't, some screens will be divided into three different sections. You can't be in section one, say, like on the far left, click on something in the far right, with an item, and he'll just walk through the map to get to it and click on it. You have to move into the third section, the far right, and then it'll become clickable. I don't like that at all. And that makes this game quite unintuitive to play. Perhaps. I think some of this is saved by the simplicity of the game, by the fact that you don't have any sort of dying conditions, that you don't often have to restart anything. Yeah. And the fact that it's a short game. Mm hmm for me, it didn't irritate me that much. There were a few times, but I also sort of attribute that as just being part of the point-and-click genre. There always seems to be things where I go, oh, do I really have to click on that? Do I really have to go do that? It's not to the level of, say, we've talked about Grim Fandango before, some whole screens you would have to go through that did mm. nothing and would change the camera angle and were very confusing. It doesn't do any of that. So for me, it didn't hit that point. There were a couple of times where I would agree and I'd say, oh, they could have done this better. But for the most part, I was fine with it. Also, you're on a timer. 
God, you move slow. <laughs> <laughs> you are, though. I do question how much that timer really works. Mm. Did you fail on the timer for, uh, at any point? I didn't, which makes no. me think that it's just an estimate and you can't fail on time. Mm. Okay. I'm not sure. Maybe we could try it where one <laughs> just, of us... Just leave it idle. <laughs> leaves it. I may as well, because I think I still have another card to drop, whereas you uh, already... I think you've made the badge for this one already. I've made the badge for this one, yeah. When we get into the game, as far as, like I was saying, puzzles, not really complicated. Ooh, get the key from above the bed or on the wall to open the door, and that's pretty much it. But you can click on a few other things, like you can click on the TV to turn it on. Mm -hmm. Outside, Gomo scratches his head while looking at an empty dog collar. He's going to peek inside the doghouse. There's no one there, but a spaceship as a ufo will come flying over you will get through a sort of gif of images <laughs> the fact that he's taking gomo's dog yep but he will trade it for a crystal gomo must be i don't know high-ranking something high-ranking like adventurer or something like that we'll take his dog and then we'll get this crystal yeah that's silly but i like it <laughs> i do too <laughs> You're given a timer of an hour and 40 minutes as well. And since it took me over two hours to finish, I'm not sure that I did. It uh, wouldn't have taken me so long, except that I was taking notes. So I'm constantly stopping for two minutes at a time to write down something. You were blasting through. I just went through, yeah. Which I think is definitely the more fun way to go. Mm. If you pause for even, I don't know, five seconds, Gomo starts to sleep. Uh, so I'm sleeping on the screen. Uh, yeah, he fell asleep when I was taking some of these post-it notes. <laughs> he does it a lot, though. <laughs> like, you have to keep moving to keep Gomo happy. But again, maybe that's them pushing you towards that yeah. time limit and trying to get under the time limit. Right. You're going to walk over a hill where there's a mole and a mouse inside. I think they're watching TV, listening to music, things like that. Gomo's going to play with the antennas basically just to annoy the people living there. Yeah, yeah. Never comes up again. I thought, oh, we've go, we've got to go inside there at some point. No, it's just animation. Or we have to get them out. It's partly, I think, for comedy, mm -hmm. which is great. I'm totally fine with that. It's also possibly just a marker of, oh, here are things that you could interact with. Right. And start to be aware of things that you might be able to interact with. After that, Gomo's going to, very gracefully with those long arms... Hop over an obstacle into a minecart and ride up and down and up and down through this cutscene. We are going to see him fall down, and it's a very deep hole, multiple screens here. We see E.T.'s corpse. We see a lot on this fall. <laughs> Trying to heal someone, I guess, but they got buried at that time. Adam's family is sitting here. For no apparent reason. Odd choice, but yeah, I'll take it. Dinosaurs, bones, um, yeah. Those things I would That expect. makes sense, yeah. I don't know why E.T. and the Adams family <laughs> In the mine, I don't know if you have to do this, but I stopped and vandalized some sort of propaganda poster. I did too. It does it, As soon as you click on the, the marker, it does it automatically. You have to go up some stairs. The floor will break. Uh, but now you can get a grappling hook and line. And there's also in a bag a passkey card, which I didn't notice, so I had to come back to this part. You're going to go downstairs to the WC. Yeah. 
everywhere Gomo sits, he grumbles. Mm -hmm. Of course, you have to put him in the middle one where the toilet paper is. And you also have to watch him poop. (laughs) Yeah. Did you play this game with your daughter? No. Are you going to let her play this one? I might if she if she if she wants to. Yeah, it just strikes me as very much her type. She'll of probably game. love it. <laughs> By doing that, I guess you look at the toilet paper and it has the code for the door. Yeah, although I put the code in wrong, of course, because I put in all the all the circles first. I did too. <laughs> I'm not sure why we had to watch him go to the bathroom to see that when we could have just clicked on the toilet paper. Yeah. I don't know. I've got no idea. <laughs> I think that just falls into the humor. Mm-hmm. But yes, you're going to take that code, use that on the door upstairs after you've grappling hooked your way up there, and use the passkey card to get inside. Now, the next room. A large machine with a tank full of oil and a crate. You're going to have to plug in the machine. Then you're going to have to climb up, get some oil... Go back, just throw it on the gears. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how machinery works. <laughs> a, whole, a whole gallon of oil just dumped on top of it. <laughs> then you're going to push the button that is going to raise the crate up. Or do what I did where I didn't get the, I didn't even see the oil. And then I raised it up and it raises about Halfway. an inch off the ground yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and you can, I think at that point you can push the crate, but you can't yeah. do anything with it. Yeah. As we move through, we're going to see a poster for the Zoltan 4000 excavation machine, which, of course, I'm looking forward to getting to do. It's going to have a claw hand. It's going to have a drill. But I don't see it here because here, what we're going to have to do while we watch a mouse pile stuff in a burrow, kind of a pack rat. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> comes in with a football and a huge wedge of cheese and things like that. Basically, just have to get the elevator working and take that down we're going to get stuck in a locker in the next room uh, gomo yells at the locker and it spits out the machine slider that you need uh this is this took me ages well it relatively ages i mean i finished the whole game in an hour but i just couldn't get this code i didn't see where the answer was i just guessed it i used to walk through i'm really not sure what you're supposed to do if you're just supposed to play around with it until you get I mean, it's it. only a three digit Three by three combo. It's not too hard to just brute force your way through. And that's what I did. But I don't like that. Like I don't like having to do that. So if there is a if there is an answer lying around in this room somewhere, because one good thing about the game is at least it locks you in the rooms, so you know I've got everything I need and I can't leave until I solve it. So it's not like oh was it in the other room? Yeah, because so you can't no, even get back in. The there's there's no backtracking. That's great. I do like that. But the solution therefore must be in this room, and I. Definitely don't know where to find that solution. I don't know if there's a trick for maybe what the pack rat is bringing in. But then again, you should be allowed to go back and see that. Like you can't be, you can't be expected to be. Oh, did you miss that? Oh, well, you can't see it again. Restart the game. I'm guessing it's not that then. No. So there must be something in here that I would missed, help you. I missed it, but. It wasn't the exit. It was just the first one was number one. The second one was on on number two. And the third one was on number three. That's all it was for me. Oh, maybe that's all it is then. I mean, yeah. But that took a long time to get to that. I'll say that I tried forcing my way through. Mm. And I just didn't hit the right combo. So I ended up looking this one up. But now, now, after all that business, okay, uh, you get to use the machine. 
the Zoltan 4000 with its drill, which you obviously need to knock down the rock. No. So one thing that I do love about the game is a lot of things just are obvious. I wouldn't always, but for this type of game, it feels right. Oh, there's a big rock. That's what I need to do. So you have the drill, which can be adjusted, and then the arm that it's on, which can also be raised and lowered. And you have to aim it sort of just right. And they indicate when it's just right because a green light will turn on. Hit the button. Get that to fall. It's now on the conveyor belt. You then need to, similarly, with the claw hand, the claw itself moves up and down, and the arm moves up and down. And that took a little bit of playing around with it to get it under. Yeah, you got to squeeze under that <laughs> that kind of um, level. I had no idea what I was doing as far as, okay, I'm grabbing it. What am I supposed to do with it? Well, I guess I put it up top because there's nowhere else to go. Do that. This would probably be one of those times where I would agree with you about the clicking because it's get over to the machine then go up the stairs, then get in the machine, when really you probably could have just clicked on the machine and go through the animation. Right. Putting the rock up on that upper platform, that upper platform is also a conveyor belt. So the rock will move on (laughs) off screen. Oh no, my rock. (laughs) (laughs) I worked so hard to get that. You get into the next room, there is a sort of control panel. And what you're going to see happen is the rock will move forward. It will be hit by a laser of some kind. Yep. And then it gets sucked up a pipe. Mm-hmm. Did you try to do Gomo without doing the next part? Did you try to get him to go up the pipe? Yeah. Does he get hit by the laser? No. What happens? He goes up to the pipe and then he gets kind of sucked up. But then he gets blocked. I guess the rock was stuck there or something. I don't know. But he gets half in, and then he just gets spat out again. Okay. Because I wasn't really sure what I was doing with this part. Because in the next room, there is a chute that's full of rocks. You push a button, and they go away. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what that does. Nothing. I think it's just to draw your attention to there's a, there's a floppy disk or something like that. It's like a CD you need to yeah. grab, yeah. And that CD, if you take it back and put it in the control panel, destroys the control panel. And now you can actually get sucked up the thing. Maybe it was a sensor. (laughs) No gomos allowed. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I'm not really sure what was going on there, but it didn't take long. And it wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't like, oh, I need a walkthrough to figure this one out. So it didn't bother me much. But when I look at it now, I go, what was I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Playing through, it's one of those, if you just burn through it, if you don't think about it, you're probably fine. Goma's going to fall out of the tube and avoid another rock that falls out of the tube. He's going to avoid it Matrix style. (laughs) There's another rock in the machine, which turns on and the rock is sort of spinning around and floating in the machine. It's like a big tumble dryer or something like that. I got no idea what that is. Okay. I was going to ask you that because in my notes I put why. We nope. didn't seem to get to do anything with it. No. It's not like it turned it into a polished stone that we're going to have to give to somebody to get a banana or whatever you'd have to do in a lot of other point and click adventure games. Yeah. I I just didn't get that. <laughs> No idea. (laughs) Okay. 
To get out of this room, though, we need to find a piece of string, tie it to the door and to the rock that fell out behind us, drop the rock, and the door opens. We're going to easily get a key to open a door, turn on the power, and the power in this little room, there's this machine we're turning on, right? Yeah. But it shocks Gomo Looney Tunes style. Yeah. <laughs> and this is one thing that I haven't talked about that I, I do want to say here. This is the first time I think I've noticed this where I put Gomo in danger of some sort. And after you do it once, he will not do it again. <laughs> He'll be like, uh-uh. And he just <laughs> won't do it. I think this is the room with the really, really annoying music. Some of the music, the title screen music for this game is fantastic. And some of the, most of the music for the game is all right. But there's, I think it's this room, it's just on this constant loop and it's just it grating on my ears, man. I just couldn't wait to get through this room just to get to the next one, so this, this music would stop. I don't remember this one. There's one particular piece of music we're going to talk about. <laughs> Most of the music for me was great. Yeah, but there was, I, think, I think it's this room which it's just annoying and it's on a really, it feels like a five second loop. Over and over and over. But yeah, this is the, this is the one where you've got to pick up the poster, isn't it? To scan the poster. Yes, so you have to... I guess be face identified. Mm. You also have to pick up the painting of the flower, move that so that you can be scanned. Oh, that's right, yeah. And then that will open things up for you. Mm. You're on an elevator, which is going to take Gomo down. The new room, it's the crystal. <laughs> yeah. End of the game. <laughs> I got it. Surprisingly easy to take the crystal. Yep. However, Iron Man Mark One appears mm -hmm. and <laughs> says no. No. So if you try to leave, you're going to be picked up, shaken, I think, thrown back. You have to use the crystal twice, once to blind the robot, and the second time you just hit the robot with you the just, crystal. You just throw him. <laughs> and then the robot falls down a hole. Mm. Open the door and escape. Yeah. <laughs> Next is an aquarium room. You've got a whale, I think, in there. You've a got a giant leech. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of stuff. There's an elevator here where I didn't understand what I was supposed to be doing to get this one to work. I could see that there was a light that flashed at times when I turned something. I actually rather it hadn't flashed. Oh, this is the just a pipe game, isn't it? It's a pipe game, yeah. but I didn't see... This is my own fault. I just didn't see the two lights and see where I needed to connect them. Ah, okay. I just kept thinking, I don't know where I'm supposed to connect them. For some reason, I just didn't see it. I was looking. My first thought was like, oh, I've got to connect everything together. It's got to flow. And after looking at it for a while, I was like, that's not possible. It's not even possible. That was my first thought. My second thought that I stumbled on for way too long was the sign. There's a sign for... It's like a oh, lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, it's sort of three C's. And oh, okay. I thought, okay, I need to make it match that in some way. But that also is, I think, impossible. Mm -hmm. I couldn't quite make it work. Yeah. No, so, let's just draw a line between two points. Yeah. Done. <laughs> so in the walkthrough, I just saw the picture and it 
had the two lights on. I went, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be looking at. <laughs> I'm just looking everywhere but where I'm supposed to be looking at. So once I had that, yeah, it was really easy. Yeah. When you do get on the elevator, it's going to get stuck going up. Yeah, we get this other mini cutscene kind of thing. Which, again, it's kind of funny, but it makes zero sense. Goma's going to be drumming on the controls for no reason. I was like, because he's like, tap, tap, tap. And he comes to him bashing it, and then this poor guy in a pipe trying to get to sleep. A spider appears, which apparently the drumming isn't the thing that really annoys him. It's the spider walking across the pipe. <laughs> He's going to hit it. Well, not hit the spider. I think just hit the hit pipe. The roof. Yeah, with, with the pipe the, with, with the... like a broom. Yeah, and then the spider moves on, and then the elevator goes up. Yeah, but I didn't know why we were stuck in the first place. Because game. <laughs> if there was a web or something that the spider would take with it, that would make sense. This one is kind of funny, but it made zero sense, and I just couldn't let this one go. This one, I just kept thinking, why? Why, though? Even as I was playing the next few things, I just kept thinking, why was I stuck in the elevator? What was going on there? What was with that spider? Move on. We'll never know. We'll probably never know. There's a sheep attached to a blimp. Oh, for no apparent reason. A razor. Oh, I wonder what I'm going to do with that. Yeah. Shear the sheep. And then the blimp, I guess because the sheep is so much lighter now, can just fly off. Now, I already saw the numbers right away, so I wrote them down quickly. Mm -hmm. The game does a great thing, though, where if you missed that, you can climb up a ladder, I think, and look through a telescope. That's what the telescope's for. Ah. I double checked just to see if that's what it was Because I, I used the telescope first. I was like, there's nothing there. And then I shaved the sheep. And then I was like, immediately, because I didn't have a pen. So I was like, all right, I'm going to forget this number immediately. So I went straight to the door. And then I left. I was like, oh, I wanted to check the telescope again. So that's what it's for. Right. Got it. 7669. I still remember it. Oh, I had a different number. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, there you go then. So there's one, at least one random thing mm. in there. I wonder how many there are. I'm guessing one coming up might be random as well. Mm. The next room, though, is just a windmill blade with a crank in the wall. You take the crank from one side of the little mm. enclosure to the other and turn it so that the blade will drop down in a way that Gomo can now swing through. doesn't really logically make sense, <laughs> but I'll just let it stay. This is one of the few times where you actually take an item from one screen to the next mm -hmm. because you're going to put that crank handle in your back. I did wonder if there's maybe one more spot in the screen that I could use it, but <laughs> as I Indiana jones my way across the screen, I basically clicked before I thought, oh, maybe I should try the crank somewhere else. It doesn't really matter, though. In the next room, or the next screen, we have a building with a full windmill on it. We need to take that crank turn the windmill enough that clouds disappear right. <laughs> and the sun will come down. We have a well with colors on it. And I had a bit of trouble figuring this one out. I think partly because of earlier puzzles where we've already admitted we basically thought we had to sort of push our way through, just kind of strong arm our way through. I thought this might be one of those. I didn't quite see what was going on with the well. I was like, well, these colors should match, but I... Just my brain wasn't working. So I, 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 I didn't even know you could rotate the things at first. I was like, I just took my phone out and took a picture of the, the circles. 
I'll need that for later. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make them all match, or maybe all the all things blues, together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did the same. But then I saw the well, I was like, oh, it's right there. Well, I didn't because, stupid me, I jumped down the well going, oh, well, clearly I have to get the code from down in the well. That's what those colors were saying. Not just looking at the mm. colors themselves, you can't see the forest for the trees, right? So... Yeah. I don't know how many times I jumped down the well. Sometimes accidentally. This was, I did it accidentally. Yeah. Try to pick up that lantern. And it's like, oh, you want to go down the well again? No! I want a timer here. Am I? Uh, yeah. It's a very simple puzzle, though. And I really love it now that I know how it works. Mm-hmm. You just have to match the columns on the well with the spinning colors. Do that, and each one of the windows will unlock. Window 1 gives you an umbrella. Window 2 will give you a magnifying glass. And window 3 will give Darren a, a jump scare. I wrote it down. Nice one. Nice one, game. Um, <laughs> a snake pops nice, out. Said, nice snake jump scare. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I just put, Gomo gets a jump scare. <laughs> did not scare me. You're going to use that magnifying glass on the lantern. I guess because you don't have a match. I didn't quite understand this one. Yeah, I think so. With that, now you can see down in the sort of mine shaft that you climb down or the I don't know, you go down a well and there's a whole tunnel off of it. So what is that? It's like an underground a secret underground layer or something like that. It's weird. Maybe. Yeah. And what I would not have thought is to use the umbrella to wedge down the <laughs> lever which lets the secret door be open. I was sure I was gonna have to do something else, much more classic adventure game. Use it to float down somewhere or use the handle to reach the lever and then quickly get through the door. No, just wedge it in place. You could have used a stick for this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I appreciate that because I feel like this is a time where they've subverted that expectation in a way that is semi-logical, adventure game very logical, Mm -hmm. and works. Gomo is going to climb up. And as he's climbing up, well, he's got to use both arms, so he leaves the lantern behind. Hmm. This does one of the things that you like very much in games, when they give a reason for why you don't have the thing anymore. Yeah. Uh, in Gomo, what he usually does is just go, yeet. <laughs> <laughs> True. But there are a couple times where it, it's logical in the game, and yeah. this is one of those. Up top, there is a beehive. Gomo will poke the... <laughs> he kind of shake the beehive, and the bees come out, they form an arrow, they attack Gomo, he jumps behind the building, I'm not sure what it is, is it like, like a hay bale or something like that? Something like that. The bees leave him alone, he pushes his way back through, and you can now use the beehive sort of as a bridge to get across the water. The next screen is, I don't know if they're hamsters, or guinea pigs, or what, some sort of tiny rodent. Oh, is that this screen? Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> we time travel or something. Yeah, so there's three of them. Yeah. We need to use them to power up the machine. And to do that, there's a huge magnifying glass and a carrot in the ground. I wonder what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. yeah, grab the carrot, put it in. They see it. They love it. They go running, power up everything. You need to put the crystal in as well. Yes. I guess that's part of it. And then, yeah, you teleport back in time to what I'm assuming is War of the Worlds. Yeah, that's what it looks like, yep. Is there giant tripods walking around? But unlike War of the Worlds, you need to 
hotwire a missile launch, and that's going to destroy them. The missile launch, it is again a sort of strong arm thing where there are three wires on each side and you need to connect them. But what makes this one work much better than the others is that there is one light for each connection. Yeah, you know you're making progress. As soon as you get one, done. Mm-hmm. You don't have to deal with that one anymore. Whereas other ones, you have to get the whole thing right. That doesn't work as well for me. If they had done the same thing with that slider, the Z-shaped slider yeah. puzzle, and have three lights, that would have fixed it for me. Yeah. And here comes the piece of music that I want to talk about. How when you sit on the bench. You sit on the bench <laughs> and you hear polka music yeah like and for i don't know 10 seconds something like that it's a loop that goes over and over again how long did you sit here uh not too long because again i was like i I thought oh i've got to get this game finished i'm on a timer so i don't want to i don't want to hang around too much that's true i was never thinking about that (laughs) it was just so random and i was kind of expecting even more random Mm -hmm. i was waiting for the band to come through (laughs) or a parade or something Nothing seemed to happen. Just here's some new music. I think the music changes before and after the missile launch as well, because I sat on it after the missile launch and I got some different music. I didn't sit on it before. Ah, okay. Interesting. Okay. I don't even know why we had to do this. No idea (laughs) at all. It's fun, but I have no idea what this does in the game. I mean, the only thing I can imagine is maybe if if you could go off screen... I didn't go off screen before this. I just solved. I solved because I've been trained to solve one room at a time. But the only only difference that it makes is by the time you get back, everything's nighttime now. Yeah. And maybe maybe if you go to the next screen too early, it's in the daytime, and there's something different. I don't know. I have no idea. It could be. Yeah, I have no idea either. In the next screen, there is a frog hopping around. And one of Darren's favorite puzzles. Oh, yeah. This is the part where I thought, okay, Justin's going to be talking about the rest of this game on his own because I hate slide square puzzles, man. I hate them. And this is only a three by three, yeah. but that's still, bad. that's still bad enough for me. It took me quite a, quite a while to do this, man. It took me far longer than it should have, but it is only a three by three. And I knew what the image was. Well, it shows you what the image is supposed to be right there. It's got the image... Bottom left tells you this is what you got to make. I still, oh man, I just, my brain does not bend that way. But that was my problem with, what was the game? Was it Safe Cracker? Mm-hmm. Oh, with the, oh, with the, the, the five by five one. It was like the sort of money symbol the dollar, and some other the, things oh. that I didn't even know what the image was supposed to be yeah, at first. Yeah. That was awful. This is fine. I just have to persist until I get it right. Yeah. Yeah. That Safe Cracker one is really. Ridiculous. <laughs> there is a huge, I guess, flytrap plant that we can't get through. Did you try going through? Before yeah, he just licks you and then you fall over. Oh, he just licks you. I thought he was going to bite you and spit you out. Mm. By solving it, you get the pesticide that is on the picture of the slide square, which you can use to get rid of the flytrap. I thought you'd have to do more with it, but no, this is Gomo. Yeah. <laughs> do it, done, get out. You have to go upstairs, get the knife to bring all the way back down to open the package to get the key to go all the way back up to unlock the door. (laughs) (laughs) In the next room, once we go inside this sort of tree house, there is a squirrel that will not let you go up the ladder. You shall not pass! You're going to get a screwdriver on the left side of the screen 
to go to the center to fix the outlet, which I put a note here with the power on? <laughs> because you can turn lights on and off, and you know that the lights are on, and yet you're fixing the outlet while the power is on. Not wise. And I was expecting a gomo shock here, and it didn't happen. No, yeah. I thought you had to turn on all the lights to blow the power out. That's what I thought you had to keep turning on lights for, but no. <laughs> they're just there. Mm. I'm wondering if there wasn't more to the puzzle, and then they ended up having to scrap it. Maybe part of a bigger a bigger problem. And that's probably why the elevator was in there. There was probably some kind of puzzle in there, I'd imagine. And they were just like, ah, oh, man. We, either maybe some programming issue where they couldn't make it work, and they just deleted it. But they kept the, they'd already done the art for the, the place, you know? Plug in the boombox, and that annoys the squirrel enough that the squirrel leaves and heads into the background of the scene. Just zigzags further and further out of shot. And this is Something that also I feel probably got left out. Catch a squirrel? Yeah. Yeah. Did you catch one? No, I didn't even find the paper, paper clip, clip or, or the walnut. walnut yeah, the me neither. You would need. I was hoping you did because I was like, I wonder what this is for. I missed that. And with this game, I don't think there are any achievements. No. Which is where you would get the hint of, oh, yes, catch a squirrel is an achievement. Mm -hmm. So I should be able to do it. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Outside of really going through a walkthrough and reading each bit to see if they did it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's anything extra. I feel like there is. Yeah, well, why would you include that? Mm -hmm. That's probably the most flagrant example. Mm -hmm. But there are a few other things where I just kind of felt like, it feels like I could do more here. I'm missing something. Mm -hmm. The whole aquarium thing, I felt like there should be something I could do with the aquarium, but couldn't. No. Climb up further. And you have to drop an apple on an owl so that it will move and you can get the hatchet, which, again, subvert my expectations. I'm not going to cut anything with it at first. I have to use it to hammer the nail in on the ramp so that the ramp won't keep falling over yeah, every time Gomo yeah. tries to get up. Yeah, it's not an axe, it's a hammer, silly. <laughs> but then, as you get the balloon to take off, then you do need to hang off the side with Gomo and cut the rope. Mm -hmm. I wonder how you feel about the next puzzle. I love these puzzles, which is odd because it's a slide it's a slide puzzle. Yeah. But it doesn't work the same as a slide square for me. I don't know. My brain accepts these kinds of puzzles. I breezed it. I finished this it in is, two seconds. This is basically a cloud traffic jam puzzle. It's rush hour, yeah. It's like Which the, we've seen so many times. But they've made somehow the easiest <laughs> version I've ever played. Because you can go through them like it seemed to be like, oh, it's in, it's in my way, but I can still go. I don't know what was going on, but... Only the cloud can't go through. So it doesn't matter if Gomo's head hits Yeah, it. right. Okay. That would have made it much more difficult. I think I did it in three moves. Yeah, like, okay, it's... well, I know I need to move these up, and then I'm going to have to move these out of the way to move this down, but then it will be in my way. And I was like, oh, actually, it's not in my way. No. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let me click over. Arrow, arrow, arrow. Gomo hops over. <laughs> okay, well, that's the easiest one I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't mind. You want to throw that one in? Just make it easy. And suddenly now I don't seem to mind. Yeah. Whereas so many other games we've played this one where it's like, oh, I don't want another traffic jam puzzle. <laughs> don't yeah. want to do this again. But no, I'm totally fine with it. And it looked great. And now he's in a rocket and he's going to fly off. And land on 
uh, was it a planet, a moon? Some Something, yeah. Mm. There's a very interesting screen where you don't really interact with anything. <laughs> there are like three heads on pipes or something. I... Oh, that's the bonus game. Hidden bonus game. Is there a hidden bonus game? Yeah. Did you find any bonus games? No, I don't think so. There's three bonus games. I found two of them. Um, I don't know where the third one is. I think it's probably in the mine somewhere because it looks like it's part of the mine. So I must have missed the first one, but I got the next two. Basically, if you hold the crystal up, you those three pipes will go into the ground. And then you it says, like, bonus game unlocked. I'll tell you about one of the bonus games at the, end of, at the end of this. Okay, fair enough. I'm told I have 10 minutes and 24 seconds left. Oh, that's interesting. Is that exact same time Yeah, something like that. All right, that kind of feeds into my theory that it doesn't, doesn't really matter. matter. Yeah. But this is where my friend Darren sends me a message saying, how is Gomo going? <laughs> like, I, no, I've only got 10 minutes left. Like, Shut up. <laughs> I, I don't have time to talk now. I'm on a timer. <laughs> I probably wasn't. No. But I couldn't be sure at that point. Gomo's going to jump down... A throat? It's kind of like a living cave. Yeah, I think he goes in it, and then it's like, ha, I tricked you, I'm a gigantic worm. <laughs> Your dinner. This was a bit of a tricky puzzle. There are two tonsils that you have to raise, and there are two hairs you can pull to make them each raise, but neither enough so that Gomo can get through. There is a sort of jack-in-the-box that pops up and grabs things. I knew exactly what I had to do. Um, but I was just like, well, how do I tie them together? And every time you click on it, he just pulls on it. I was like, I'm doing something wrong. But there's this little tiny hair off to the left. It's like, oh, you got to click on that and then use that to tie them together. It's like, it took me a while to spot that hair. See, it took me a while to do that as well because I didn't know... I wasn't so on the ball as you. I was thinking, oh, maybe I need to use the hair to tickle one and hold the other uh, one. Okay. Or thinking, oh, maybe I need to tie it to one just to extend it so it's longer mm. no i was way overthinking it tie them together get it to hold walk out yep in this screen you are going to use a large rock and a plank to make a seesaw you're going to throw three stones <laughs> the first stone will deflate a planet yes something like saturn because it leaves a ring on the mountain <laughs> yeah because it will just adhere to gravity on this planet and also be that tiny. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to fly off. Uh, the second one gets the attention of the alien in its spaceship. Mm -hmm. It's going to pop out with dog in tow. The last one, I think, is used to hit another rock, which is going to launch Gomo up onto the platform. Yeah. You're going to give the crystal to the alien to get the dog back. The deflated planet comes out and pushes the alien away. There's a weird happy dance screen where tons of creatures like the squirrel yeah. and the spider just appear. Yeah, the whole cast comes back on stage. <laughs> you get to keep the crystal. Yeah. So Goma hops in the spaceship with his dog. Back home, there is a big present with hearts on its wrapping paper. Open it up. Iron Man robots sitting there, <laughs> but beat up. Yeah. The screen goes black. And you have the sound of the robot hitting Gomo. End of game. Yeah. Mostly. There is the weird chorus of men, which I'm assuming are the devs. Yeah. And a whale that sing this song, which I wondered if something would happen. I and played around this for too long. <laughs> Nothing does, Nothing right? happens, no. And in my notes I put, is this ever 
going to end? I don't, don't, I don't think, think so. it does. I think it just plays forever and ever. And if you just, in the menu, go to the credits, you'll get this again. Mm-hmm. So you don't really have to. There is a way where you can click on something and all the credits pop up. Yeah. But you can also make them go away. It's a really interesting way to have a credits screen. But also, wow, that credit screen, that's everybody. Fits on one page. There's a yeah. really small group that put this together. And I really respect and admire that. I think that that's fantastic. Yeah. So before we get into kind of a summary of what we really felt about Gomo, tell me about the mini games because I didn't even know they existed. Right. So the, 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 I found two mini games, and the first one is like it's a planet and it's got some craters on it, and the alien's head pops up. It's basically whack a mole, but because this game's clicking is awful at points, it's just so hard to. To hit them, the hitboxes are terrible. Um, I played it, and you keep on getting bonus timer, bonus timer. My finger was getting sore by it because I, I, I don't know what my final score was, but it was it was decent. And I was getting to the point where I was like, oh, I just don't want to. I don't want to play it anymore. I want to try the other one, and then so I tried the other bonus mini game. It's another planet, but instead of a, a hammer, it's a lightsaber. And I was like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> just, nah, I'm not doing that again. Uh, so yeah, and then the other one looks like a, a mining machine, and it's got like funnels where I guess heads will pop out, and you've got it's, it's the same thing. It's three whack-a-mole games, uh, not for me. All right, definitely not. And it seems like there's no purpose. Like you get a score, yeah, you get a, you get a score, and that's it. Mm. I was wondering if there was a goal score, and then if you got all three, then something else. Yeah, would it doesn't look like it. All right. So what do you think of Gomo? Like I said, I mean, I like it. Like, I don't want to be too harsh on it, but I, for a, for a point-and-click puzzle game, the point-and-clicking is very frustrating at points. Uh, there's that point where you do the, 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 the machine with the Z thing that we were talking about earlier, and there's a tiny little itty-bitty button on that that you've got to click before you can advance. There's a lot of pixel hunting in this game, too much pixel hunting. Um, and, yeah, it's just like the controls are not good for me really but overall it's cute and i would recommend it on sale i would not recommend it for five bucks no way it's interesting i feel very differently i feel like it is a pretty good game i think that it's one of those games that is better because it is shorter i think that if this were a long game i'd be really disappointed because i'm just doing puzzles that for the most part are pretty easy pretty obvious Mm -hmm. but what it does is it gives me a short adventure that I'm more likely to play again because it is short. It's something that is not brain taxing, mm-hmm. so it's relaxing. The comedy works for me. Even the weird things, the Adams family being buried, it makes no sense, <laughs> but it makes me laugh. Yeah. Maybe it makes me laugh more because it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Even the spider thing and Gomo drumming, I don't get it. It makes no sense, but it's part of the weirdness of this world that works for me and i would actually love to play another one of these i think that gomo is possibly a good one to recommend to people who don't like puzzle games because they always feel so frustrated with them i think this is an ideal sort of casual puzzle game that you could recommend to almost anyone and that to me is something very special and that's why I'm very glad we talked about Gomo today. Gaps filled or more gaps created? <laughs>